it's tough because whenever you're in the uh, recess and you're in grade school and you see two girls out there and they got two sets of fucking um, not hula hoops, but what is that? Shoo, 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 shoo. Jump ropes. Uh, jump ropes, Pom-poms. right? They got two set of uh, jump rope. You, you can never tell when to jump in double dutch. You know what I mean? Have you ever guys jumped in a double dutch thing where, you know, where they're like, oh, left, right, left, right. Hell two no, of them at the same time, dude. That before. You yeah. never? I've never. Nope. I would love, actually kind of wish I, you know, tried someday. Kids nope. be doing it. So it, it's tight. It shouldn't be that hard. It's just like a hat trick. Mm. <laughs> you know what hat I mean? Hat trick? Yeah, oh. word. But guys, how have you guys been black. doing? <clears throat> been good it's been a while since we've had a podcast actually or um yeah had or, some delays had some delays uh, been very busy so i know everybody is but yeah, obviously man. me in particular so yeah, yeah man lots of changes um <laughs> of course i guess we could just say it out here early in the podcast but this could be my last um you can't say you could know, because that's like what the hell does that mean god damn it yeah, i mean who I knows mean, i gotta choose I can come back <laughs> I can come back, you know, next, uh, after this season, we could do another oh, season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Who knows? But, uh, so, but so, definitely, so you got to tell them the truth. It's like a hiatus is what you're saying. Yeah, for now. Yeah, we'll, see how, we'll see how it goes. Because right. I do enjoy this a lot. But the thing is, I kind of want to do a clean slate. For those who don't know, I am moving to Seattle, Washington. Cool, cool. I am taking on um, travel That's- nursing. Uh, so huge changes. I've never done anything like that. That's basically <clears throat> uh, three month contracts here and there, different hospitals, different places. So, you know, right now, so my first contract is in Seattle. Do three months there. Uh, my next contract, oh, I don't shit, know yet, sorry. but uh, I'm gonna start to look right before um, right before that contract ends. So we'll see where I end up. But I do expect to come back and forth. So I'm gonna be really busy and you know living on the road. Three yeah. months is Hawaii. Word. Hawaii. Go to Hawaii. Of course, baby. Yeah. Of course. So how does that sure. work, Jeff? Like between like, you know, let's say you're, are you just like applying to your next, like, you know, let's say after like your, your three months is about to come to an end. So do you just send out an application through this like traveling nurse program and whatever, you know, I guess whichever hospitals get back to you. You know, it's the one you choose or something like that? No, How does you, that work? Uh, you work with recruiters. So there are just different agencies that um, they're the ones who work with the hospitals. So mm-hmm. the hospitals, uh, they'll they'll have needs. They'll say, okay, we, we need, uh, you know, X amount of people for the OR. And this is the shift that we're offering. Mm-hmm. And this is the salary that we're offering. And then they'll um, make deals with the recruiters and then different recruiters have different deals with different hospitals so you know um but you work through the recruiter and the recruiter is the one they work with me and they'd be like hey jeff check this out you may be interested in this place uh here's what they're offering and so you just kind of you know you i work with the recruiter and whatever they keep offering me or whatever like random places it's up to me to pick the places um so i have like a certain criteria i wanted to go west coast i wanted uh x amount of dollars and whatever shift right so but it's it's not um you know uh hard-coded it's just you know i I do like i want a day shift but the only thing that they could offer me is night shift and they were offering me like four four days 10 hour shifts and i said no like i'm not gonna do it but i'll consider it if you give me 12 hour shifts so i was like huh we'll Uh. think about it and then they changed the contract for me they're actually paying me more to do 12 hour shifts nights 
So yeah, I Hell want yeah, 12-hour shifts. Hell yeah, man. I only want to work three days a week. So yep. I know a couple mm-hmm. of nurses. Excited. I know a couple of nurses that work in a night shift, and I asked them, "Yo, what the fuck is the deal? There's no way that I'm ever gonna. I mean, I'm in a job where I can never choose night shift. That's just like." not part of the deal here. So yeah. when you can, when they know how much they be getting on the day shift compared to how much <laughs> those motherfuckers are getting in the night shift, it's a yeah, significant a bump. But yeah, um, it is. I said earlier that, um, that it didn't even dawn upon me how much of a change you were going through. Um, I mean, leaving is leaving. Okay. Like uh, people do that all the fucking time, but, but I, I'm not trying to degrade that, but also at the same time, like you're going into a job that's night shift, which is totally, opposite your shit so holy fuck yeah. that's gonna that's like imagine john us moving right and mm-hmm. then all of a yeah. sudden boom you gotta work at 12 p.m you'd be like what the flying fuck is going on here dude yeah hell that would no be really weird i don't know dude pretty much it. it's uh i mean obviously we like had a going away party for you this weekend so that was like nice yeah thank you by the yeah. way i really really appreciate it cool Seriously. i mean all the credit goes to gabe we just I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not here to talk about that. Yeah. You know, we did what we got to do. It was everyone's idea. It was in everyone's sentiment. But um, yeah, it was cool. I felt like that was too personal. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I guess. I mean, speaking of change, I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about Death Stranding. Something like Hideo Hideo Kojima. I might be saying it wrong. Said Uh, it right. Yeah. He's kind of announced something pretty big for the game. What did he announce? Uh, so Death Stranding is going to come to PC. It's going to come wow. in 2020. It's a little late because it's going to be on PlayStation first. But yo, it's going on P fucking C. Eh, I, I, maybe I feel like that's not exciting, but I guess for some people it's really exciting. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, maybe. okay, so here's how I see it. Um, it's not a PS5 title, right, Donnie? No. Okay, if it was a PS5 title, that would kind of annoy me. And then I'd be like, I'm sorry for PC. Well, PS5 is coming out in 2020, right? Am I not? Holiday 2020. Yeah, so that's like, we're approximately like, you know, like a year out at least, you know, for that to come out. Um, That Stranding is probably going to come out, what, quarter one of like uh, 2020 or something like that? Maybe, you know. If it stays on schedule. Or I feel actually, like the game's going to get delayed maybe once because they want to make sure it's good. Or maybe this year, right? You know, holiday season. A lot of games are coming out, you know, this holiday season. But, I mean, for me, I feel like, you know, <clears throat> even as a PC person, and I actually want to bring up, like, you know, some of my, uh, like, recent things where it's like, oh, I'm not sure what, you know, because, for example, like Modern Warfare, which, you know, I'll talk about a little bit later. I'm not sure if I'm going to get that for PS4 or PC, because even though there's that crossplay ability, which I think is really awesome, um, a lot of people, let's say at where I work at, are getting it on <laughs> PS4. And the problem is, even if you could party up with people on, you know, cross-platform, the chat system is usually relegated per, you know, like, per platform itself so all the ps4 people are gonna be in one chat room and vice versa even though yeah. the matchmaking ability and you know the groupings will still wow. be global that. you know hold on isn't but discord isn't there... on yeah. playstation now exactly. right but some people that. don't want to use discord as much as like you Ugh. know like okay for example like we well, discord consider discord to be incredibly revolutionary for some people, they find it arc- like, you know, it's like, oh, it's just another hurdle to go through and a nightmare to kind of put together. So, if you're a fucking gamer, 
you swallowed that pill already and you did it because you knew every all of your other friends were doing it. You crazy, dude. It's beautiful. Remember when yeah. Division 1 came out and then we had to like chat over there in PlayStation. <laughs> we were like, we got to yeah. join the call. What the flying fuck was that? Do you know how many people were playing their fucking uh, PlayStation game and they had their cell phone attached and then their cell phones on Discord? Like the kids, yeah. that's yeah. what the kids was fucking doing, man. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone sounded like they were on a phone. It was yeah. Annoying. But anyway, so in regards to the whole thing with Death Stranding, I mean, I guess you know, like this isn't the first time, like you know, that's happened again. Like <clears throat> Metal Gear Solid Five, which oh. came out for you know PS4, and then boom, later on it got released for PC. I think. Wait, then, wait, 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 wait. At the same time. Remember no, 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 Way later. Yeah, same, same, way later. same deal. Way and then later. same thing with you know, like Final Fantasy 15, and no, then they came out with a Windows edition. Wait, right? wait, wait. So. They announced Death Stranding on PC. Let me get this news straight. When it releases, it's not on it's PC immediately. It's no, only no. going to be in the PlayStation. And then after a year, I think that's or the motherfucking less. stupidest thing or, you could I ever do. I don't think do. it's a year. I don't think it's a year. Maybe it's less. It's probably like, what, six months, you know? Like, Hideo does not want money. There's things, I'll tell you this straight up front. There is things, right, that gamers find unacceptable, and there's things that gamers find that are fucked up, but it's still acceptable. For real, we are hating on microtransactions, but there was a point in which we loved it. Word? Okay. Uh, yeah. Who cares? I have sunk money into loot boxes in yeah. a very shameful way. If you got the money to blow, baby, baby, it feels so good. But I will motherfucking tell you, when you tell people that it's going to be released on PC, it hinders your PlayStation 4 uh, pieces. The sales. 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 It fucks that yeah. sales up. Like, everyone knew low-key that Red, uh, De uh, Red Dead 2 was going to be released on PC, but ain't nobody motherfucking say that shit. Don't play that fucking game. John mm. told me that it was going to be on PC before the fucking game came out. Shit, I dropped the jewel on the floor. But, come on. <laughs> I was... If I knew that it was going to be on PC and in a year, I'm not fucking getting it on PlayStation. You fucking crazy? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, and like, it's really funny that you bring up Metal Gear Solid, Donnie. Because mm -hmm. like you, you're you're one hundred percent right, but I remember when Metal Gear Solid went on, when it was actually like available on Steam, there were like, it, it almost breathed new life into the game and then some. Like a lot of people play the game. The game is a, I mean, you, it, honestly, it's the kind of game where it doesn't matter which you play it on. I honestly yeah, but, think the game is great <clears throat> on either, but like, like it's one of the top sellers in the Steam store. It does amazingly well. Was it's Metal one of those Gear games that people come back to? Together or delayed as well? It was delayed. I mean, again, certain oh, games wow. came out strictly for consoles and vice versa. I mean, yeah. I'm conflicted by it only because it's like, you know, kind of bringing up what Gabe said. It's like, well, if I know it's going to come out PS, like, you know, like for a PC later, God knows I'm not going to get it on PS4. Don't get me wrong. I like the PS4 as a system, but... We also you have know, old PS4s. Yeah. yeah Hideo Kojima's name to sell yeah. is not strong enough for the young children. Like yeah. if it was God of War 2, if if I knew that, okay, it's going to be released on PC a year after, I'm like, no, you're mm -hmm. into God of War 2 because you're into it already. You don't need yeah. to be convinced. You're going to buy PlayStation 4 to drop the jewel again. Yeah. Uh, 
you're gonna get the fucking god of war you know thing but sorry to interrupt you my bad and and honestly i actually do believe this might hurt the game sales because again i you know it's it's funny i've been talking about this with like you know colleagues at work but it's like you know hideo kojima's built his reputation as an auteur like a gamer auteur right like Mm -hmm. you know and the thing is God knows, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Death Stranding. What, what? the hell is the storyline? You know, it's like, I feel yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, death and what? babies. Oh, look, this lady's lactating and trying to feed her dead baby in another dimension and shit. And it's like, this game has gone so off the wall that my initial hype for it, which is still pretty hyped now, it's like, honestly, God knows, it's like, I don't even know if this game is going to be great because Hideo Kojima could slap his name on it, but because now he has no one kind of keeping him in check. This game is so, again, off the wall Ooh, that whoa. I don't that know if it's going to be controlled or coherent enough. Right. And Not, I, I, yeah. I do want to yeah. say this. Didn't he leave? Well, he had issues with Konami. With, yeah, like, you know, because that, that whole they thing. were controlling, right? Which, in a way, in a way. In a way, but probably for good measure. But then it's like, uh, it, it's weird. They've, maybe. they've had a relationship for such a exactly. long period of time. He he's made hits is, with Konami before. Right. If yeah. I could say one thing, like you you describe him as an auteur, right? As yeah. someone who is not here just to make games, but to make something beyond them. He's right? like M. Night Shyamalan when he's yeah. hot, before he's whack. I will, yeah. I will say this, okay? I have never known what this game is about, but it never leaves my mind. Because I'm just like, I'm <laughs> sometimes intrigued and sometimes fucking confused. Like when they did the gameplay and they were talking about the ladder. Yeah. Fucking ladder. Yeah. It's a There's fucking a ladder. ladder. We now, have all used one. Yeah, but in now he's fucking in so many people. It's like yeah. this is basically Hideo Kojima's best friends from social yeah. media. Like he has, oh, you know, Hideo Kojima's Twitter yeah. account. He has Conan <laughs> O'Brien now. Yeah, and he what? Has I know. To teach you how to swim. Yeah, I'm gonna like, tell you this though. Okay, he can fucking change everything. This game is insane, right? It is. We don't know anything about it yet. But like, I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna buy it. Because well, one, it's a single player game, and two, I have a roommate who can I, I can play it with. You're gonna watch. Like, I'm just yeah, gonna watch. We're gonna fucking play together. I mean, it's gonna be John, like, like it, it's, as a guy who has been a big fan of you know Hideo Kojima longer than you have. Oh no, absolutely. Honestly, honestly I have reason to be doubt like doubtful yeah. that this game is gonna be as remotely as coherent as I would like it to be. I yeah, don't think it's gonna it's, be coherent. I actually no don't is, think it's gonna yeah. be. And like. If it's if anything, if Metal Gear Solid is it, it, in its greatest meme is like fucking Charlie Day looking at a wall and like his eyes are bloodshot because you can't you cannot well you can it just takes a while to talk about Metal Gear Solid right well no I mean right? honestly and if like you, that's that's not fair necessarily also to compare because why? yes it's he, a very convoluted thing but at the same time if you go from Metal Gear Solid one. The game wasn't as convoluted as it became until Agreed. four. Yes, Agreed. that's true. That's, true. You know, that's what I'm saying. And that's like, why it's about unfair this. to kind of put that in the same category. Because again, and this is why. Wow, that's proof. Certain- that's proof. I'm not yeah, really putting proof. them in a not really putting them in a category. What I'm trying to say is that, like, in a way, it's almost like they're doing this with Kojima. They're like slowly opening the floodgate and trying yeah, to see what's coming it's- out. Bro, no, 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 but no, but John, you're you're missing my point here. Is that there needs to be some form of checks and balances. It's like if you let certain people kind of go off the wall. Like, look at what Michael Bay is kind of doing. Look what at with like Mm. certain directors like Ang Lee did with Gemini Man. It's like you have these people who again, not trying to necessarily put them down, but it's like you have to realize that certain things are done in a way because 
they're either used as tools or there is reason to be like, hey, 120 frames per second in the film is pretty fucking too much for people to perceive. Yes. Yes. Hold on, hold on, but, hold on, hold on. But when the paradigm shifts, you'll be grateful for it. The That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping it's for true. that. I'm hoping for some it's, it's, weird shit that redefines like John Doe. John Doe sounding like a true Conor McGregor fan. He wants him always to win. Oh, shit. And really? in that way, in that way, we want Hideo Kojima to be successful all the time. Because it, it captures that magic of Metal Gear Solid, baby. What is it? And, no, Metal Gear Solid 2. Because when that shit came out on PlayStation, correct me, it was 2, right? Or is it Metal uh, Gear Solid? Um, Actually, the first the one two- on PlayStation 1, baby, with like six discs. Oh, that, that was uh, Metal Gear Solid 1, yeah. Metal Gear Solid 1. People bought PlayStations for Metal Gear Solid 1. Yeah. It was either Metal Gear yeah. Solid 1 and Resident Evil 2. Yes. That's fucking it. You're not buying nothing else for real because that's how opposite it was to Nintendo. So mm. we hope for that magic to still be alive. Like, I agree with you 100%. Fuck, I want it to be the coolest thing I ever see. But also, time will tell. Because there has yeah. been a lot of directors, like Don is saying, and they have released hot trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Absolutely. And not to mention, also, Metal Gear Solid Five. It, it had probably some of the best gameplay, but that story but it was, a stupid was hot. Story. The story. There was no story. story. There was no story. You want to know something there, crazy? There no I love Metal Gear Solid. I have not played the latest install installment. That's how fucked up it's I, been. Yeah, yeah for me, it. a little bit. Yeah, I, I appreciate mean, it, but it's like Kingdom Hearts yeah. crazy. <laughs> In no, a way, that's a, game, that's a game that also is yeah. complete hot trash. Sorry, like, yeah. like kind of like how you know, like Don is right. Like Hideo Kojima is inviting all his friends to come over and fucking make a game, right? Oh, I mean, I, wish I, had that I like that. Too. Yeah, that class is like awesome. That. Some of these friends are writers. I mean, I like Guillermo del Toro. I know that I'm not oh, like shit. a. I am not a connoisseur oh, in the level shit. that Donnie is, okay? But I see that's, you shouldn't say I that. See, that's like that puts me no, on a no, but you on a you said it. Pedestal. No, no, like, no, no, don't, no, 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 stop! I'm not trying to fucking commenting you on your some shit. On what you're saying, you you have a lot more history than I do, okay? Like in terms of movie watching, no, in terms of games, like these kind of games. Me and Don came from different paths, but we're now on the same road. If you think about it, right? So that's what we share in our experiences. Donnie is not the same as me, and so that's why, like, you know, we have this. And it's like, I don't know. I I almost see him, and this is silly because it kind of adds to what you're saying, Donnie. I see him building his army. And it's like, I'm seeing a lot of soldiers and I'm kind of like, uh, what are you doing with them? What are you I'm talking about right now? What his, army? His army of people that are in the game, that are writing the game. He's not the only one. He's oh, yeah. like a crazy he's like, person at the he's top. He's doing some crazy so shit. So I, I, yeah. think, I think there is a, a subtle level of control. Very little, probably little, if anything. But I'm sure, you know what I mean? It's not like doing like, he's like, let's put a fucking ladder in it and put a gun on it. And they're like, no. Okay, next idea. And they're like, oh, all right. I mean, it's kind of, it's it's funny. I didn't know that Guillermo del Toro is is in, is one of his writers or in his team. I think I he's writing he's, I mean, I think the game. He's really a writer. I think he's just in the game. Hold on, I, mean, I could be wrong. You can double Because I'm pretty sure he has like any creative control. Maybe? I think he's, no, I think he's just helping. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm kind of going back with what Don was saying is like, if you let somebody have like full creative control and you kind of let them off the rails, but then like, I feel like Dielmo del Toro is kind of like one of those people who do all these kind of wild ass movies that actually are, that comes out pretty well, right. like, That's like Labyrinth fair. and look at him, how, like how creative Hellboy, he gets. Like, yeah. yeah. They become cult so. classics. 
His type of right. style so is, there is, is he's in his own lane. Right. Yeah, and so the Pacific is, Rim also, yeah. Um so. you know, the possibility that it could come out being something totally unique, totally new. And you know, so as Don, uh, John was saying, it's like a paradigm shift in a way because it's like, okay, I've never which, seen this type of game before. Which Kojima has done. And in fact, if it isn't proof that he's actually probably almost broken that barrier, but was kind of single-handedly stopped by uh, Konami, was uh, PT, which was basically the Silent Hill game that yep. was never released. Yep, the playable trailer, but that was all it ever yeah. became. And, um, you know, again, he's done that with Metal Gear. He's done it with practically every gaming platform with Metal Gear. It's like every time he released one game or Metal Gear game per you know gaming system it's always like changed the way people play the game itself um at least up until three four was pretty good but four was like a very nice conclusion while also refining all the gameplay mechanics that you know had been built over the years um five was a nice open world you know i mean let's connect too. it back to what it was yeah. I mean, we don't have to go through the motherfucker's hits. We all know yeah. that there's some respect down to his name. But to go yeah. back to the topic, dude, if it's on PC with that in your heart and in your soul, are you going to pick this shit up when it comes out on PlayStation or not? No. No. That's it. <laughs> that's so, a, that's you know, a hard pass on my part. Unless and the I, reviews I, are fucking amazing and all yeah, your, right, all your right, friends right have it and you're like, damn, yeah. the fear which, of missing out. Which I is funny because... You know, now bringing up my second topic, which was, again, the whole thing of like, again, my dilemma of now, what should I get, you know, Modern Warfare on? Because, you know, I want to play it. I've talked about this, you know, in previous podcasts about the campaign and, you know, my love for the game itself. But it's like, huh, I know the cross-platform thing is there, but are you there's, you know, again, colleagues at work who are definitely playing it on PS4 already. And I'm like, I want to play it best which is on pc but i do feel that the whole you know communication across platforms is hindered by the fact that there are like you know like systems based Whoa, on hold playstation on. why you would you those... want to get it on the playstation in the first place huh why would you want to get modern warfare in the playstation in the first place because all my colleagues are getting it on, on PS4 there and not okay. yeah it's, it's... Okay. I know how this feels. I did that with Borderlands, but you yeah. know, it's funny, Donnie, because on my side where I work with me and my buddies and shit, like it's, it's like the same situation where we're deciding where we're going to be on, but we're like, regardless, we'll just use discord. And that was like the end of the conversation. It's like, mm. I was like, Oh, I mean, granted there's only one PlayStation guy and the majority of us are PC, but like he has like his friends, he wants to pull in. He's like, yeah, we'll just use discord. Cause he, he has both, but he's going to get on PlayStation for his buddies. But they're gonna be in Discord with him, with us. So we're yeah. like, it's it's ah. tough because uh, again, as a you know PC player, I feel like it's hard to go back to a system that is, you know, visually and you know, capability wise, much lower than what my current PC can do. You know and what I like, think you should ask yourself, Don? Instead of yeah. where are my friends gonna play it? I think at I this point it? you should ask yourself. What do you see yourself turning on more and actually enjoying a video game on more for a longer amount of period of time? That will satisfy your soul the most. Oh, that's PC. PC. I so get it in PC. Like I got Borderlands it. on fucking PC and it and I could have gotten it on PlayStation. But fuck that. I'm not playing it on that. I'm not yeah, playing it, it was on a waste PlayStation. Of money. Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to play it where I want to play it. 
uh, the most, and that's my P- uh, PC. I, yeah. Don, John, it's not a waste of money. I mean, if you wanted to play it on PC and then you actually played it on PC, then... Uh, yeah, I mean, but on PlayStation. There is one it. game that I definitely so. will plan on getting on PS4 because it's only going to be on PS4, and what? that's Final Fantasy. Of course, of course. Yeah, that, Your back is to the wall, sell. dude. Right. <laughs> you have no, there is no decision making you have no, in that well, process yeah, you have no altogether. And the thing um, is, when there aren't any options, you kind of go, "This was meant to be seen like this, so this is the best it's gonna get." You know. Yeah. But um, hold on, before we take it to the next level, John said something in there. He said that I don't want to bring it back to Hideo, but more so the PT. He said, um, "That's all it'll ever be, like a short little game." Yes, it is true. Like on paper, PT went that far and it was only a demo, but PT changed horror games like path infinitely. Every single game after PT, after that fell down, motherfuckers copied it. PT lives on on every single horror game like right now. So it's kind of crazy to think that what a little, you know, 15 minute, um, demo turns into right everything everything is like that mm. that's yeah. wild yeah <laughs> such a shame that it never came out or it never saw full realization so i mean that was it was a very interesting game to say the least i haven't played it because i'm too puss dude it was just it was a weird puzzle too it's just nobody could figure out how to like like end or whatever when we did like the um uh scarathon i think we played what versions of it or like some like you know uh like games that were definitely inspired by it. Games that sometimes yeah. looked very much like it. And really, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think they tried to recreate it. Somebody did anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah Resident but Evil it- went f- a first person. <clears throat> what? Yeah. Like, what's going on yeah, here, it was, dude? It was, it was one of those. Yeah, it, it was a experiment. But Resident Evil thing. was good, though. Seven was a glorious game. Not to take away from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it stole everything PT. Oh, oh man, I, I mean, I kind of wish because I never got to play the demo when it was released for PS4. But I, you know, I kind of want to actually play it, and it's crazy because I think it's out there. It, you can still play it? it. Yeah, the demo. Yeah, it's it's actually it like, not hard to play. It's actually not hard to find. On? You know, and that's why I'm that's what I'm trying to tell you to go take it by the Death Stranding. You're gonna tell people it's coming out on PC. Do you know how many motherfuckers are gonna torrent that bitch? <laughs> Hideo, are you crazy? He doesn't want cash. Hmm. But all right, sorry about that whirlwind of uh oh, our topics right now. <clears throat> Man, it's it's a hmm. good time for gaming, I guess. It's just uh, a lot of different things coming out. It's a um, good time for movies yeah. too. Joker came out. I think we've all seen it at this point. Yes. So let's take yep. out our knife. Oh yes. Let's take out our Actually, fork and I have let's not, cut this bitch way. up. You haven't seen it? What? I haven't had time, guys. No. What the fuck? Dottie, the movie guy. The movie guy. All the movies. I, I haven't had time. Uh, <clears throat> the, your boy that loves watching movies has been working in a movie house, but hasn't had time to. Should you know, we watch commence? Or wow. Should like we do commence? It? I, I gave you the, the Is clear. This, spoiler alert: He becomes Joker. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, no. Please go ahead. I wow. give you. Was... You know, full full access and full like you know, no hindrance. Go ahead. You know, All right. No. What are your thoughts? No. I feel I feel bad. It's gonna take away from from the whole experience, Donny G. It's okay. I, I think mean, it won't. I, I can gather it enough about sense. certain things anyway. So I mean, yeah. there's so much spoilers on the internet now. Yeah. Anyway. It's too I late. Manage. Yeah, it's okay. But go ahead, just go for it. Everything that you need to know about the movie, you've seen it on social media. 
Yeah. You've seen it already. Does that take away from? Um, does it take away from the level of movie that it deserves? No, it's still worth the watch, even if you see oh, yeah. it. Um, yes. mm. Is it what I've hoped it to be? No. And that's because everyone kind of put Joe. It's kind of weird because at the same time of Joker's come up, there was also Martin Scorsese who was shit talking uh, comic book movies. That right. you know they're they're not related whatsoever. I don't think he commented too much on the Joker, but you know I felt like his beef was really more towards Marvel. But um, mm. was it? You know what the fuck is that movie? Was it um, Casino? Was it Goodfellas? Right. Oh no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Mm. But I it's mean, still a good movie. Yeah, and and I heard a lot about the whole Scorsese thing and how um, did wasn't he actually slated to help work on that project and then he left it or something and then there's also this Jared Leto shit that I feel really bad about too. Why do you like, feel bad? I, you know, huh? <coughs> Why do you feel bad? Because like okay. So remember the whole Suicide Squad debacle? They were like, you know, he's going to be like an interesting story and this and that, this and that. And then they basically give him like five minutes of shit. Right, Donnie? It was like so little. Yeah, they, like, they kind of did him dirty because... Yeah. Um, and they took those five minutes yeah. and they graded him on it. Yeah. Imagine taking a quiz and then your teacher punches you in the face and takes your paper. It's like, what the fuck? No, I think the better analogy is that Thank you're you. given a test... And you're actually only going to be graded for the first five questions, and you tanked on the first five. Thank but you, you got like ninety five percent of the other questions right. But again, you're only being graded on the first five questions. And Hold on, dude. He got the five <laughs> questions wrong. But tell me where the on the rest <laughs> of his test where Jared Leto succeeded so in the Joker yeah. thing. So that's the thing. Okay, and the thing is, Donnie's analogy is way more apt. But we don't know what the other footage we, is. We never saw any of the other footage. the director footage. cut it and never put it back in. That's fucked mm. up. <laughs> and like, you know, and the thing is like... Yeah, they... Right. They also right. surprised the motherfucker because like he was pursuing the studio hoping to get a chance to like do more to prove himself. And then right, right, they, right. they greenlit this movie with Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips. Right, Donnie? Yeah, Todd Phillips. Yeah, yeah Todd Phillips. And so like... Did you know, they ask was, Jared to do it? No, they just no. ignored him. No, they they hired uh, Joaquin Phoenix when uh, Suicide Squad came out, like right, like when it got released. They they announced uh, Joaquin Phoenix, so it's like they didn't Fucking even get a chance blue, for dude. Suicide yeah. Squad to yeah, play. <clears throat> they saw it before the release date, though. So he yeah. felt some type of way. By the way, I feel this is fairly important to note. Um, I was talking to to a coworker about this, and apparently the Joker. Um, was written by Todd Phillips specifically for Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix did not want to do superhero movies, so that's why a lot of times people say that you should treat this as its own movie. Of course, mm. and that's why like that's there's fair. a there's always all this conversation about like yo does this respect the Joker's like image in DC Comics? Shut the fuck up! It's not about that. This is a separate movie, and we should treat it as such. Because in in a way, if we is. don't. We're disrespecting Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips' vision. Right. Yeah, I but can see that. As Don't a counterpoint, it. because I, again, I haven't seen I can't really be biased in any way because I haven't seen it, right? Um, but I actually have, like, you know, I know someone who would counter your claim, John, and be like, no, the thing is, it's about the Joker. This is about a character from 
you know, that series and whether or right. not like, you know, it, whether or not it's supposed to be an interpretation or whatnot, it still is about that character yeah. and therefore it will be judged accordingly. Yes. Can I ask you a the, question, the, the Don? I don't, oh, by the way, I'm not trying no, to do this no, as, no, no. You know, The, the you weird know, thing is, because the yeah. person I talked to, they know somebody who greenlit the film, and that was a big point for that film to be greenlit. John's really high up in the world. That's I don't know. I'm not. It's this person who knows <laughs> someone like, oh, know from California. And stuff like that. So, Hold on. Let me ask yeah. you. Let me ask you this, Don. <laughs> Don. Yeah. And everyone, pretty much. Okay. I understand what you're saying, and yeah, there's a connection. I myself... I mean, come on, me and you, if we saw the motherfucking trailer, right, mm. we would know that it doesn't have any connection to Oh, yeah, it has ongoing. no connection to, you know. But yeah. do you think that if instead it wasn't called Joker, right, and the movie was just called, I don't know, insert what you'd like, Curtain Call, it, boom, right? It was just called mm-hmm. Curtain Call, but they knew it was the motherfucking Joker movie, right? I don't think uh, people would assume that it was part of the DC ongoing like showcase. You know, it would be more of like, oh, this is an exposition. This is a one-time thing. This is just a vision of Todd Phillips and Joaquin. Don't yeah. take it too seriously. They used obviously Joker for the money, but you think it would change the people's? I think it would change the perception. Yeah, yeah it absolutely, would. it would. I think so. I th- I think a lot of the allure of it is to kind of find out the Joker uh, origin story, story in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was a huge thing of it. I, 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 I'm not entirely sure of the quote. I don't know if John wants to look it up, but there was a quote that Todd Phillips say when he was trying, when he was trying to get Joaquin Phoenix to sign on, um, something about they he wanted to make a serious movie under the guise of a of a superhero movie. And he was trying to get that green lit because by going with he wasn't it wasn't the intention of it to become a Joker movie. He just wanted to make a serious movie about mental health and all this other stuff, these topics. He just happened to be, oh, we could just put Joker as that guy. Like as the guy. So I don't know. I think that's a it was a quote somewhere. I don't know. I saw it on one of the YouTube videos that I was mm-hmm. looking at. And it's like it wasn't his intention to make it a superhero movie. Um, he wanted to make a serious film and he was trying to that, you know, the speech was him trying to get Joaquin Phoenix to come on because, you know, he wants like a serious actor and right. Um, but was the so, beginning uh, of the move? I mean, did he go into the pitch, not thinking or not saying that it was uh Joker. They were just like, okay, you're going to be playing this guy. And all of a sudden they changed it to Joker. No, it, was, it was, it was called Joker from the get go. Oh, if so, you know, right, I mean, right. intention under, under, or not. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, and I think uh, some yeah. of the, you know, kind of highlighting what John was saying, though, again, I think some of the the controversy about it is just the perception of, like, what is the Joker, really? You know, some people believe that he has no origin story, kind of like how Heath Ledger's character was like that. And then you have people who are like, well, but every character has an origin story, and this is a origin story for a Joker, not the Joker, but a Joker, right? Yeah. So... Yeah. And again, I think both are technically kind of right because in a way, you know, you know, in the, in the comics, I think the Joker, depending on what the Jack Napier storyline or, you know, the Heath Ledger style, which again, Jack Napier had 
a history where he, again, I think it was a, a factory worker, an engineer, and, and all these bad things happened to him, which is kind of in line with the Joaquin Phoenix story. But then mm. some people perceive Joker to be as a guy who is just a complete anarchist, a guy with no past, no present, and no future. He's just the embodiment of chaos. Yeah. You know, of every, and the complete opposite of what, you know, Batman is. And I think. I, I think that archetype of the Joker, which is the Heath Ledger one, is probably more apt as being the true counter to Batman because he's everything that Batman isn't. You know, he has right. no yeah. origin, he has no morals, he just doesn't care. He's there for the the burning of it all, right? Yeah. And yeah. touching on what you said, like, you know, people having different opinions on this, in a yeah. way, everyone's kind of right. You carry yeah. whatever you carry into the movie. I'm getting sick and tired of all the bickering about it. Because the thing is that distracts from the movie itself. And I'm what did you think I'm of the into, movie? I go into my thoughts of the movie. I liked it. Yeah. I didn't love it. I liked it. It was a good movie. It was shot really awesome. The music was dope. Um, the message kind of... Uh, I don't know. Well, so as a guy who hasn't seen it, and again, you guys can throw spoilers out, but I'm just going to chime what i've heard collectively over the the three weeks that has been out but a lot of people are like you know saying oh well some of the controversies was that you know people were like oh i was kind of cheering for the bad shit to happen because of all the crap that's been going on it's like it's kind of like you know this was it made me feel a little at odds with my own morals because again it's like violence was happening and it felt justified yeah and i think that's Kind of were like, you know, people were like, oh, where's my gray area here? Yeah. Like, if I'm cheering for the bad stuff, does that make me a bad person? No. And stuff. I, I, I like to think about it this way. And um, bad shit happens to everybody, right? And we all kind of internalize it our own ways. But there is this definitely like this weird fantasy. Like if there's like a really central bully in your life. Like, when dude, when we were in elementary school, like I remember Dennis, that, that Greek kid used to fuck me up all the time. Like I definitely had fantasies about shooting that dude in the head. Like getting my fucking due, getting revenge. Yeah, there's there's a there's a primal bit to it, and mm. there's nothing. I don't wrong agree with, with that. Okay, yeah, I mean, I but don't like, want nobody killed. But I, I understand where you're coming from, yeah. though. Yeah, you know, like yeah, and it's like maybe not kill people, but certainly to get you know what's owed to you. And absolutely. But the thing is, the difference is that at the end of the day, good things still happen to us, and that tempers it. So we're kind of like, okay, you move on, you get on with your life. And that's kind of what I hate about Joker. Like, I get it. His life sucks. I get it. A lot of bad has happened to him. But, like, after a while, I was like, bro, we fucking get it. Stop. Like, you beat up on the character so much, it it, it almost it broke the it broke the barrier between me and the movie. And I was just like, like, yeah, okay. Like, we know he's a guy who had a single bad day and it basically made him crack. And there's a lot of layers here I'm skipping, right? But mm. it's like, it was just so much. It was like, the horse is beyond dead now, dude. It's in its grave. Stop hitting the dirt. It's like, we fucking get it. But that's you me. Know, that's just me. I completely agree with you. I think it was shot beautifully. Um, but when it came to the message, and I, yeah, you're uh, you're absolutely correct. But when, after watching the movie, even though it was beautiful and it was awesome and it was cool to see Joker and it was a good representation, right? The message still made me feel so crappy because it wasn't going to change 
the way that I'm going to move my life forward. Like when you're watching Iron Man at the end of it, no matter what, you're like, holy shit, I can be the next Tony Stark. You're, you're While you're walking out of that mm, fucking movie mm. theater, you feel so awesome. But this movie, like, what do you expect me to do? Um, yes, I will try to be more understanding with people with um, special needs. I mean, you relate to a guy because the way his life uh, sucks I mean, the way your life sucks, you can go, okay, yeah, my life sucks sometimes too, Joker. You know, I'm I'm down with you. But yeah. um, it I guess it makes you feel good that he gets to, you know, break out of that shell, a shell in which you could do in your normal life. Like, oh shit, I, I wish I can start a riot. My life is so fucking crazy. But, <laughs> um, you know... It may it makes me think. What am I gonna do? Like, if I'm if I'm gonna see a bum, am I gonna donate more? Am I gonna be? You know, I guess the easiest thing is I'm gonna be more understanding with people with uh, mental health issues. But like, right. is it gonna make me do anything? Not so much. Not me personally. It made me feel like shit. Well, it's like, mm, okay, cool. Well, I mean, if anything, not just mental people with mental health, but just I guess just being nice to people in general because you don't really know what they're going through you know right like but here's my question for that what's the impetus for the for that what is what made you want to do that is it because of the movie or is it because you're scared you're gonna get fucking killed Uh, no i know that's a bit of a stretch i know that's a bit of a stretch i know why you would say that because there's nothing in the movie that uh rewards someone for being kinder you know, so you're yeah. not re- you don't get to see in the entire movie. You actually don't get to see any kindness in this movie. So, right. Um, Which is, I, th- I mean, that was the whole point of the movie, though. It's not it's not to show a message to be like, oh, be nice to everybody. No, it's the movie is about the story of him, how he progressed yeah. from this guy who was already in, in a crappy point of his life to even pushed even further. Kind of the transition of, of his character. Um, obviously nobody was nice to him. I think if he, people weren't nice to him, then this maybe wouldn't have never happened, but we don't see that. Yeah. So we get the Joker at the end. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, so it, then when you walk out of the theater, you feel like shit because it's, you know, you can't do anything about it. That message, which, you know, what, what is the message? Be kinder. No, no, that's not even part of it. Let's not even put that in right. the conversation. It's just, it's, not. it's just a story of how depressing this, this guy's life gets and how crazy, uh, out of control his life gets. And that's what it is. That's what we should right, take right, it. Right, right. Right, yeah. yeah. I will say this though. Like, um, I loved, and I know I'm not supposed to attach it to DC, but I loved how disgusting Gotham was, but yeah. it also reminded or me that it was like, but it, no, no, it's Gotham. They they stayed Gotham. And, I know, I know, but I'm saying it's yeah. like they use New York and, as backdrop. Yeah, and, it's like, and, wow, and well. maybe this is the context I'm missing because wasn't New York apparently a shithole at one point? It right? was. Yeah, around yeah, that was. time too. I don't think I was a lot. I don't think I ever got to experience that in my lifetime. So maybe that's why there's a disconnect for me. But for me, when I saw that, I was like, cool, cool. You know, the kids being yeah, up on him. I mean, and you, then like. It just never got better. And I was like, if wow. you want some like history about, or just some ideas about it, like, sure. you know, one thing that my dad said back in the day, especially what, like the eighties, but he's like, you know, in Harlem, you couldn't be any ethnicity outside of like, you know, African-American or Hispanic because yeah, no, you just wouldn't be caught walking around there. And then Times Square used to be like, you know, it used to be red light district. You know, you had porn shops all over and vice versa. Yeah. Whorehouses so, and shit. Yeah. Right, right, right. Hey, yo, you want to know something crazy? Let me ask you some shit. If it wasn't that setting and it was modern and it was 2019 setting, 
Mm-hmm. Would that change the way you felt about the movie in any way? Not good or bad, but would it change your heart on it? It would, you know, because I felt yeah. like the setting kind of grounded me to like, okay, even though the Joker is the Joker, yeah, he will always is too crazy. But the setting reminded me like, okay, it's like we're we're in a comic book world. We're not here. We're not where I am. Would yeah. it change it for you? I think so. For, this is for me. Um, because when you say our setting, I'm I'm really like, taking all of it, like New York, really taking all of it. Yeah, not Modern just New York, cities. but like, like like all of it, like phones, like <clears throat> internet, like mm. fucking cell phones type mm. shit. It, I think it'd be a totally different movie. Because now I think in a weird way, I would almost feel I would feel bad for him, but I would feel bad myself. And it would like kind of how you say when you walk out of the movie, what does it make you want to do? Because imagine instead of mm-hmm. like you know that lady. Like remember when he, she was on the on the the bus with the kid and he was trying to like make the faces mm-hmm. and make the kid laugh. Imagine the mom was on her phone and then she turns on like, "Yo, fucking stop that!" Right, and keeps surfing. And it's yeah. like it becomes this almost commentary on how like the technology has absorbed our lives and you know like this dude is as much as he's troubled, it, he's trying to like you know shine some light on the world. It I'm can or can't go there. It, it can. Yeah. It doesn't have but to. But it does change the focus. Cell phones at all. It does. And yes, I, it does. Yeah. It distracts. Um, mm-hmm. and I think ultimately setting definitely plays a major role in in movies and even like TV series like you kind of see like how like Stranger Things or even like you know American Horror Story 1984 are all like set in the 80s where again you're you're kind of built around the available technology and you know you realize that the restrictions kind of prevent you from being able to do certain things you know so like in if you try to put that same story in 2019 it would kind of evolve and not to sound messed up here but i think it would evolve into more of the stereotypical shooter storyline where yeah you know people's outlets no longer are you know kind of outbursts in the streets people go online and write you know horrendous things and go to like echo chambers where echo people chambers reiterate or, their yeah, thoughts or like the dark web where they find these places or people that are willing to agree with them and then it leads into these mm. mass shootings and i think that's where you know that's if you put that type of storyline in today's setting that's what it kind of thing it evolves into it and, imagine and if it reality. was that though because there's a scene towards the end it's, you obviously can see it in the previews that there's chaos in the streets right yeah. but when you look at all of the people around most of them are like big burly dudes so like when you think about what you would see in a comic if there's a riot you'd see like big ass buff guys running all over the place they kind of mm. look inhuman they kind of just almost look like demons in the mist you know what i mean so it doesn't even have to go that uh, into it with like the dark web, but if it was in present day and the people on the streets, the everyday people on the streets, right? And you see those type of characters like rioting, it would almost kind of hit close to home. It's it's crazy that you mentioned like there'd be a mass shooting. If it wasn't present day and if it wasn't Joker, it was just some random white dude, it could be a movie about a mass shooting in some type of ways. But they kind of hide it with Joker and they kind of hide it with this comic book setting, old school, styly, you know, that type of era. So, hmm. There should be a movie about about that. There really should be. Like, I think a really big thing that kept coming out of this, I know that there was an interview where um, I know that Joaquin Phoenix basically walked out of a a panel because they were like, do you think the Joker incites like, you know, 
violence like in real life and like he's been it's a fucking movie guys right exactly yeah. at the end of the day yeah. come on yo. yeah I, I will admit that if someone's not if i'm really that crazy and like i have a fucking insane point of view maybe it'll push me to some way but like we have systems in place that protect against that like not to say that like we're gonna catch shooters i don't know not not even there's far more violent movies out there than this this is like i mean it was pretty violent but there's yeah oh yeah exactly way I mean, more movies that are supremely move. more and violent. I, don't, I, don't, I don't hold I, on I, why finish your point sorry doc no no it's um, like you guys are saying that my bad you guys are saying that um it, there's a lot of more crazy shit on tv there is there is a lot of more crazy shit on tv but it has the moniker of joker in it it's a story about that. High school kids are going to see this. Kids are going to see that. That's just the awful truth. I'm not trying to play devil's advocate, but when some reporter, and don't quote me because I don't know exactly what this reporter asked Joaquin Phoenix, but hmm. if you're fucking Joaquin Phoenix and someone goes, "Hey, this this is like a this is like the jewel. This is be this is a ma- this is masquerading for kids, but it's fucking bad for you." Right? They get to see that type of heroism, that anarchy heroism on movies. There's potentially a person. It wasn't meant to do so, but you know, it's an it unintended could, consequence. In, yeah, it's a consequence. Way. Somebody is going to go. Oh, somebody can relate and twist that to a weird way. It's just the awful truth. You know. You know what's fucked up? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you. I I bet. I bet you. By the end of the year, there'll be some type of act Joker inspired thing. That's Joker inspired. A hundred motherfucking percent. So then, when you yeah, ask Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, but I also feel like that's that's a bit of a. Uh, I, not, I, I agree, but it, it's not the movie's fault for that. It's yes. not. Yeah, it's not the yeah. movie's responsibility. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, if I agree anything, with that. it's the. I mean, it's a fucking rated R movie in the first place. Don't take your kids to go see it. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Agreed. Like, it's yes. kind of like it's kind of right. like no, that's, that's like craziness. That, that's, that, that's craziness. That's like you know, two thousand one thinking. Also, that's it's really funny. We're gonna still. go to this fucking movie no matter what. Yeah, Isn't this right. But then if no, yeah, not. but if you're not a good parent and you let these yeah, kids but to do their shit, hard, no, but here's the counter to that, Jeff. If is I can that say we have the internet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, look, if I, look what you can access without any restrictions. That's and a that's tough like, sell right. me. Also, you know. just to play advocate to what you said, Jeff, the thing, Jeff, you're right that if you if you take your kids here to watch this movie, you're a bad parent if you're deliberately doing it i had I a co-worker mean, who was like oh yeah i'm gonna take my kids to the joker movie and i was like gary please sit down i have to tell you something you should not take your kids to this movie he goes why you know, isn't it about the batman villain that there are people who think that so there are kids sure. who are inadvertently exposed to this shit i'm so glad i, mean, I caught him and stopped you him. don't here's here's the I thing mean, you but, don't have to be a kid you could be 21 see this movie have a fucked up life and then this twitches you it's just the honest truth, but I mean, but it's not the movie's it's not the movie's fault in any way. It's yeah. just right. an indirect consequence. But you know, yeah, this is the price of art. But the thing is, there's a lot of things that could incite. Absolutely, that. Like Don was saying, it could be the internet. You could just go to forums and read some shit, and like you know, the whole the whole yeah. inc- uh, incel but movement. I know and, you guys uh, don't like to hear it, but GTA. Could have inspired someone <laughs> right. to kill. It really could have, sure. right? DTA, well, uh, maybe, warfare, but I mean, all the shooters. Right, but now we're going to the whole. Now we're going saying, oh, does this this violent video games cause fucking violent kids? It's that has yeah. been proven not. You're right. right. It but doesn't say. Yes. It does, but the thing is, 
I think we've the gone to the level. About is different. I think we're going on to the level that it's not about the kids. It's not about the whatever. Can something incite somebody to do something fucked up? Absolutely. Is that for us to have an argument about? I think it's pointless because it is. Any, any, it is. I mean, anything could incite anybody. Exactly. To, you, to do you, you, shit. you can incite a street fight from, you know, getting in the, you know, me, me and John meet each other at the bar. I'm drunk as fuck. He's drunk as fuck. Street <laughs> Fighter just came out. Street Fighter won. All right. And then he's like, yo, man, I'm about to fucking ride you, this son of a bitch. And he clocks me. Hell oh yeah. That incites violence. That's it. It can be as simple as that. So, um, yeah. Can of worms type stuff. Honestly. Well, yeah. I mean, I think just kind of building on that, it's like, I think it's the idea and the type of message that it has across. And of course, yes, it's like discretion on what you teach your kids. I mean, I think we talked about the whole porn thing where I wouldn't want my kids to watch like porn at like four or five years old. It's like, these are things that they will we learn talked over about time. That? We definitely talked about like, wow, you know, I totally forgot that. Yeah. And it's like, that's super young. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I know, is. but it's like, oh, damn. wait, what? You know, like we're, like I wouldn't I don't want remember talking about that. I don't talking about that. Well, I'm using not Say what those you specific said. words, but basically I'm saying that like I wouldn't want like my kids to be watching certain things when they were so young when it's like yeah, like I would want them to be able to know about these things at like 12 or 13 when they're able to kind of grasp their heads right. Yeah, honestly, but that's what my you kids trying to say. Yeah, also but your, your kids going to find so out. You can say that it's radar and don't take your kids to it like you know be a smart adult but the thing is the internet works where you can get your hands on anything in fact i'm scared that when i have a kid that they have unparalleled access to shit that i cannot stop them from being able to like and they will but here's my point sorry the my point about don't take your kids to the movie obviously they're gonna have access to it when they go online but I'm talking about parenting. Okay, yeah, the kids are going to see it. But when you tell your kids, hey, this is not okay. This is not when you actually yeah. raise your kids up. That when they do see it, that they're going to understand what's right and wrong. So that's the that's what I'm talking about in terms of like of parenting. Not so much taking the kid, not taking the kids to the movie because it's a rated R. You're right. The internet is there. You know, when you were growing up, you had fucking porno that I'm sure your parents don't want you to see. Yeah, you saw it anyway. Yeah, but honestly, are you, yeah. are you a fucking pervert? No, because your parents <laughs> taught are you, you right? yeah. to fucking. I'm hyped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I'm hyped you know to have a kid. I want them to you, know yeah. everything that they're going to get and all my shit too. Like, I want them to have everything. Like, crazy. Right. I'm, you know, you always want your, the best for your kid. And, and you right. I'm also teach not them. saying that like, oh, that I'm, whip that ass if what he I'm saying up. is not meant to oh, be yeah. taken as like, oh, like my kid's going to automatically do that. No, I wasn't even saying that. I'm just yeah. simply stating as a, a scary counterpoint, counterpoint yeah. to your R-rated thing is that simply sure. kids have more access to things than we had. And we had pretty good access when we were kids too. Yeah, so, for sure. I will say this, Donnie. Uh, right, no, go ahead, Jeff. I, I, my, my well, I was going to say the R-rated thing is more of a, it's another level of protection. You know, you don't have, you shouldn't take your kids to it because it's freaking R-rated. It's movie. a warning. Yeah. Right. It's just a warning. I mean, whether they're going to get their hands on it or not, well, at least you didn't take them to the damn movie. You know what I'm saying? You know, like when it comes to the whole Joaquin Phoenix thing and him being asked that question and him walking out, you know, I'm just stating the facts. I want, I want, I like the movie. I think people should see it. Mm. Um, you know, it's just it is what it is. But John, you were saying something. My no, bad. no, no. Uh, yeah. So um, let me make a serious point, and then and then a yeah. not so serious point. Um, yeah, th- there's something I, I as we were talking about this, I kind of this is my thoughts on the movie. If anything, I agree with you. I think 
everyone that's suitable to watch this movie should watch this movie. All right. Because this nice is almost too. like this is almost yeah. like one of those movies where collectively when everyone watches it, everyone learns a lesson as a group in a you way. You have to be prepared. You know, it's like when everyone sees that. So, like, yo, did you see that? Like, what do you think about that? Because the, the movie is very open ended in a lot of ways. And there's always like, oh, was this real? Was this an, a hallucination? And everyone feels differently right. about it. But I think the central idea here is that like everyone has bad days. And if you want to take the most base lesson out of this is not to be kind, but like everyone has bad days. Like, fuck. Yeah, just chill, dog. Just yeah. chill. You know, like, I don't know. And Donnie, by the way, this is not so serious. You mentioned you don't want your kids to watch porn until they're like 12 or 13. When did you find porn? Yeah, first time watching porn. Go. I will tell oh, you shit. right now. I found. I, I'm. I'm not even okay. I was a child. I didn't know what this was. What I was, was in kindergarten. kindergarten. Yeah, I was about to say the same okay, thing okay, too. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So kindergarten. Yeah. And I was like, "What the what hell?" What did you find? I found a tape, a cassette tape. Ooh. And I pushed it in. And here's the best part. Here's the best part. Okay. Dad, Dad, if you're watching this, I love you. Okay. I don't want you to think anything else of this. I found the tape, put it in, <laughs> rewound it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Wait, what, and then random tapes? Yeah. Yeah. I got curious, we, so I kept here? trying to watch more of it. And then uh-huh. I think <laughs> the end of that week, um, outside on recycling day was like a box filled with cassettes, and I never found that cassette again. I think my mom forced my dad to throw it out. Nice. And I was like, yeah, he hit it better. Like sorry, wait, dad. wait, wait, hold I, on. But what were you seeing on screen? Are we talking? Oh, it was like some home video shit. Latina. I think it was a Spanish talking? girl. Latina. Really? Yes. Shout out. It was a little, <laughs> no, a little foggy. So I was like, oh, Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, shit. It's in a weird way. Yeah. Like, your kid's gonna be exposed to porn. Your kid's gonna be exposed to some fucking yeah. weird. I mean, movies. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean to sound like you know. Like I'm being overprotective no, anyway, but you know, in the in in the best way possible, I want my kids to get you know to be able to do it right. Naturally, not everything falls into place, but I'm just saying it as like you know, as just kind of like the baseline of what I would hope for. Yes. First time you know, porn, Don. Right, right, right. First and time ladies, porn, ladies. Don't oh, forget, you're asking me. Yeah, Donnie, Donnie oh, is single fine, yeah. and ready to mingle. Also. Sorry, I had to add that what? in. Come on, what? first time porn, dog. Oh. Yeah, five, five. Holy five. shit! Very similar to story to John, also actually. <laughs> First time pornography. I don't, hmm? I don't remember. I, I was gonna say uh, when I was older, but I do remember back in the Philippines, even younger. Bomba I saw tape. some mag. I saw some magazines. Ooh. No magazines. My dad had magazines. Some stuff in the bush, oh, right? Damn. Nah. Yeah. Shit, that's and some then, old school And then later shit. on, I discovered videotapes too. <laughs> yeah. I had the videotapes I have oh, actually yeah. have not seen in my entire life. I have never flipped through like a magazine or a Playboy. I've never oh, seen yeah. it in that form. Oh, yeah. I, it was the biggest thing, dude. I've seen it on the floor in like some buses, but I'm like, what? There's like porno mags on the on like the floor of a, like an MTA Q46. Um, but no, man, oh, I've never seen it. Yeah, like like freaking two months ago. Okay, I saw that shit. But the first time I've ever saw porn, I don't know the age. It's very young, but video games introduced me to pornography. Um, I think really? Jeff is going to know this. I think Jeff is going to know this. <coughs> uh, oh, no, maybe a little bit before that. But, like, if you were to go get a video game character, right, and then she does, uh-huh. like, a kick, 
and you're like, damn, that was like a revealing kick. <laughs> you can pause the game and see that ass. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, no yeah, that's not porno. No, but that, oh, I guess it can kind of be. I guess oh, it could kind of be. It introduced. It was the gateway drug to. I just um, remembered something. I'm yeah. kind of ashamed to remember this. Me and uh, my brother, who I will not name because I love him. Uh, <laughs> you um, only have one brother. John. Yes, oh, but shit. anyway, um, yeah. I think it was Soul Caliber one or two. You oh, could shit. do that. So we would Sorry fight with two about... really sexy characters, and then like you know fucking, fucking fight perms. pause, and then like <laughs> I was a dumb kid. I am a lot more controlled and reserved now. But yeah, mm. we were like, huh, wow, Ivy's, wow. So, <laughs> yeah, Ivy. Ivy. She got skimpier over the years. Yeah, too, so. oh my God. When I, yeah, when I grew up, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is gratuitous. Like, young me mm. would have eaten that up. Like, stupid, stupid kid. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Let me stop. Yes. That was it. Very nice. But overall, Joker, good movie. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. I think you should watch it. Um, yes, Joaquin Phoenix deserves, uh, I think, an Academy Award. Unless I see something else later on this year, but yes, right now, really good performance. If he, you don't see Joaquin Phoenix at all, yeah. And if he doesn't win, someone has to be better. If if some bullshit happens, that's gonna make him mad. That's gonna make some like other fucking movie. It's gonna be he called, was like, posing Emmys. in the movie in like this weird skeletal shape that I was like, is this augmented? Like his back and the way that it looks, it doesn't oh, look yeah. like it's anatomically correct. I mm. was like, I'm pretty sure he lost a lot of weight for that. What? Yeah. It looked like it was some, you know, Rihanna Illuminati shit. You know what I mean? Oh, God. <laughs> it looked like that. Not the like, devil. What am I looking at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. How far are we um, in right now? According we... to mine, an hour and three minutes. Oh, an hour and three. All right. Yeah, I thought we'd been like, talking for a while, but what else? I feel like we on? were. Seems like it. Um, holy shit, John Doe and I, ever since we started being roommates, um, I mean, we've been watching a lot of TV. Oh yeah, not mm-hmm. you know the spectrum of how good and dumbass these shows are is from <laughs> like zero all the way to ten. We've saw some killers. We saw some good movies. And we also saw some shit content, shit TV. But there is one show right now that um, (laughs) came out where John and I are pretty excited to watch this episode. I'm not sure if I can watch it today because I got mad shit to do, but I do want to watch it. We'll do it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It is The Watchmen. Ah, yo, I knew it. I just found out it came out. Like uh, episode two is out. Yeah. Already? Dude, it's in the Game of Thrones slot. Sundays at 9 p.m. Word. It is fucking good. Yeah, it's good as fuck. I'm excited. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah Donnie, I, Donnie, you should just come over on Sundays and watch it with us. Make it a thing. No. I don't know. I want to check it out because Sundays. Huh? Mm. Although, although the, the nine p.m. The previews, yeah, where Game of Thrones is. Um, I looking at the previews, it wasn't anything to get excited about. But the name Watchmen and like how epic like the the comic book was. You're curious to see what kind of, you know, what kind of, what they're going to bring out of it and, um, you know, the kind of topics that they're going to bring out. So I am, uh, since you guys give good reviews, I will check it out. Yeah, dude. 100%. It's a show that, yes, is going to hook you because Watchmen is there, but there's no fucking fluff. I am mm. instantaneously caring about these characters from the get-go. There's something that they're doing. Yo, Jeff, do you know who's playing mm. the main character? Fucking Chris Wait, Rock. Which, 
um, down to earth. Remember his love interest, Sante? Oh, her. Yeah, yeah Regina oh, King. Regina Sante. King. Yo, Sante yeah. is the main character. And you kind of doubt her in the beginning when you see her. But looks can be deceiving. She's yeah, badass she's bad. than a motherfucker, badass. dude. Very bad. Is this is this after the the comic? What happened in the comic book or before? Okay. John Doe. I don't know so, what the settings is. I can give you a little background on this. So mm-hmm. very much like Joker, they tell you that you don't need to watch the movies or read the comics to appreciate this. Okay. But okay. but um, the events of the Watchmen series on HBO takes place thirty five years after the end of the novels. Okay. okay. So um, if you watch the movie, the novel Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. The 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 ending in the comics is slightly different, but the means are more or less the same, right? It kind of explains a couple of things. There are a lot of subtle nods to the to, to the movie and to the comics, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I can't tell you when you see them, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, it's just those kind of moments. And it's like, yo, the it's so interesting. Like, me and Gabe were, were watching it, and I was like, wait a sec. Like, there are certain scenes when you're looking at it, it's it seems really familiar and you're like, what is this? And then all of a sudden you realize that they're, they're doing role reversals. Like really not mm. very subtle. It really isn't subtle. Like the role reversals, like the interactions between like in certain right, scenes right, right. between so people. It's like the script. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like mm, I will talk after you watch the first episode, we can talk about it. Because like I really don't okay, want to spoil it. I'll go this. check it out. Yeah. I'm wondering if it has something to do with Roshank's diary. Um, That does play a role into it. Mm. Um. But don't for, take it. Yo, you got to take it with yeah, a grain okay, of salt. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch the it, most watch important it, thing is that when you press play, you instantly feel cool watching the show. It's weird as fuck. You're just strapped in. Just give it the best swing that you can because it's fucking fun. Hopefully, episode two, we haven't seen it doesn't yeah. suck ass and oh we're just shitting God. on it right now. But... <laughs> Honestly, I would watch episode one again with you because it's that good. Yeah, it was it entertaining. Okay. If you, you guys feel wanted... sick as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like the right. style of the the style of the show is it's crazy. It's outlandish, but it's not stupid. It's like sexy. It's so chic to watch the show right now. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> it's she. Yo, if you want to be cool, you got to watch the show. This is the yeah. One. The setting Boom. is also very interesting. Interesting. Hop yeah. on now yes. before season two and you don't want to watch this shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Damn. Well, I mean, HBO's producing it and I'm assuming the writers uh, oh, are not. <laughs> now I need to look it off, up. You know, but, you know, HBO's They learned their lessons from Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, I think notwithstanding, again, the seven and eight seasons, I think Game of Thrones is forever going to be like, you know, like a permanent fixture as like it's a the Michael Jordan baby yeah you know, it's one of the best Michael Jordan TV series of all time you know regardless of even even including seven and eight it's still gonna be something that's still talked about years to come so and HBO's done that HBO's produced so many series you know that have come out of the gates and is just mind blowing so hey if Watchmen's just as good it's another thing to add to their already comprehensive book of like movies and books or the books uh. TV series that are worth watching. So, right. John, cool. let me I'm ask excited. you something. A lot of things to watch. And I know, actually, I'm going to ask everyone this because you guys have seen mad HBO TV shows. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like HBO has its own, like, very tight knit 
group of shows and they kind of do this weird homage to other shows in like the way that they name their titles. I feel like, oh yeah, you'd say that because like, that's like, like the very first one where it's summertime and there's running out of ice. I felt like, why would you do that after Game of Thrones? And Game of Thrones has mm. done that with other shows in the past. I just can't remember now. Or that's kind of like, cool. um, like say like, like other shows will kind of nod with their title choices. It's weird. It's kind of cool. It, you know what's funny? Yeah, like that kind of made me wonder. But I think it. it I mean, if obviously anything, whoever, it, applies. it applies. Whoever wrote that is really smart because that 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 quote definitely like points to Game of Thrones. But it also. I forget what it is. I read about it. It points to something else in the story in the world of, of, of uh, Watchmen. Of course. It's like, I'm going to look it up because I got to. Mm. It's good shit. It's good stuff. All right, man. I'll definitely check it out. Oh, yeah, man. We're going to talk about it. As John finds that, you know what I heard news of? That uh, everyone is heavily anticipating BlizzCon. Blizzard is in the forefront of controversy, video game controversy. Jesus Christ. Video games, companies getting involved in political things. Mm. That's pretty cool, right? No one would fucking give a shit about that 10 years ago. But they're announcing or people are kind of getting really excited for BlizzCon because they know that they had a shit year and that this is the um, convention to knock it out of the park. So they're, they're saying that they're going to announce Diablo Overwatch 2. And Diablo and 4. Already. It's the other side of the cylindrical swing of their video games outside of Warcraft and Starcraft. That Starcraft deserves one, though, for real. But um, that story is neatly like locked out. But you know what's funny? Um, I I know that Diablo 4 and actually Overwatch 2, they're both leaks. It's like. Yeah. It, 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 and the thing is, the Overwatch 2 leak was basically it's a splash on their webpage that's hidden from the public. Sick. But the thing is like, like that shit. The thing is if you're if you're like a basic computer hacker, you can find that shit out pretty easily. Yeah. That's how like we came about to this. Um I don't know if so a lot of this is centered around like okay, Overwatch 2 is promising story, um I guess new characters and story really is the big thing that stands out to me cuz I feel like Overwatch's biggest failure was its lack of story. Right. And they tried to do it through the cutscenes. And I don't know if you guys saw the last one, but now the last the last cutscene makes sense. Cause um and sorry, I'm going a bit off topic here. I'm I'm just trying to give some background. But essentially it's it was for the last uh, hero, Ash. She's like the the girl with the shotgun who has like a mm -hmm. robot buddy. Um mm -hmm. and McCree is fighting her. And he they're in um fuck. I don't know the name of the map anymore. It's like the El Dorado. It's the one with the tr with the, the the train, and you're in the diner, and when you start, um, all right, all right, but yeah. But essentially, he he fights her off, and there's a she's trying to steal a package. He opens it up, and there's this fucking robot, and you're like, what the hell is that? And they cut it, and then there's nothing else you see. That's Echo. That's apparently the character you'll be playing in the story, and oh, cool. All there's right. a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a surprisingly large body of info on Overwatch Two already. I think it's too late for them to make story. I think that's cool that they're going to make story and new fans will be into it. But 
I played Overwatch one. I don't give a flying fuck about the story. I'm not gonna partake in the story. <laughs> it's not something that I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, playing with different characters. I want to get you straight to multiplayer because at the end of the day, this is a shooter that's a significant heavy hammer in the game. You got Call of Duty, always a ple- uh, pleaser. Call of Duty, always a pleaser. You have Battlefield, you know, coming out with the hits. Um, Halo, fucking Destiny in the game. And you cannot deny that a good competitor, a good piece of the money, player money, and interest is in Overwatch 2. For sure. Overwatch is going to fucking kill no matter what. Um, could it? It's different. It's going to have good sales for the first day, and then we'll find out right after if it really yeah, holds for up. Sure. I mean, just yeah. like with every game. That's every fucking game, you know? But well, that we, initial mm-hmm. interest is strong. People are, gonna go, people are going to be there 12 a.m. Mm. for sure. For sure. I mean, so here's the thing, though. What's the difference between Overwatch 2? Did they reveal anything versus regular Overwatch? Like, Not yet. Why, why can't they just continue overwatch one by just adding more characters like if it was like a dota because technically it is a um like you know what are those kind of um that mmo you know the like dota and hots and and it's like um, a, it's like a league of legends it's like a supported it's an like, ongoing you know, supported video game right yeah. yeah yeah right so then why can't instead of like you know creating a totally new game why don't you just add more characters because that's how those games are built like that's how they get better because you just add more characters <laughs> more maps things like that so I, I don't know. I can ask, I, think I, I can answer that question super mm-hmm. simply. It's because video games they have to compete. Those type of format of video games have to compete with Call of Duty, who releases every year and a half. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, really the do. fucking time. So is it because it's first person? Um, it doesn't matter. Any other Red Dead Redemption Three could come out, and that will take a p- players away from um, Overwatch it's just true. Uh, One. Probably it's just they cannot get players lost, to come back you know. to Overwatch One. Yeah, so they're gonna blast I, Overwatch I Two. It's the Overwatch, only way that they can do it. Done. Yeah, and you know what it is too. Like I've, I still read news about Overwatch. I don't play it because at one point, I mean, it was yeah. so fucking anemic to play that game. I just couldn't do it. It's a difficult yeah. game. You love it, I you mean, love it, you I, don't, I, I you can't don't. Wrap my brain yeah. around it. No, it's like but playing the reason Fortnite. why I ask is Right. I mean the reason why I ask that question is it's because the formula is different than Call of Duty because versus like Dota 2 and comparatively to Dota 2 and League of Legends that haven't had like oh League of Legends 2 or you know Dota 2's been around for like so long. So they haven't really. That's a good question. I mean, that's added a good point. Dota three. Oh, why? Even though you know, yes, so I'm saying because technically it's because the it's first formula, person. It's 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 in the same kind of realm as those type of games because they could have easily built up yeah. on it by like you know like adding the characters, new maps, new things like that to kind of freshen up the game. That's sort of the same formula that Dota does. We add new characters and you know change the now they have like a new tier system thing, kind of changing it up, but still it's the same game. You know, graphically, it's still the same. Same thing with League of Legends. Um, but the thing is, I don't play it, but yeah, first person and third person shooting mm-hmm. mechanic is is coming out the ass every other month, and right, these mobas, in order for them to get a significant amount of success, success, a good pool of you know people who are playing LOL or any other mobile game have to leave. And it's tough to leave mm. those games. It's very mm. easy to leave first person shooters like that. Yeah. Unless you're really dug into it. So no, but you know what I'm thinking, Ryan? I think maybe because <clears throat> the reason why we left it 
is, you know, we have our reasons. Maybe we're not good at it. We can't. For me, it's like, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> like compared to Dota uh, or Hots even. Uh, it's very easy to pick up. It's very casual, things like that. And I can see the objective. For here, it's very hard to, for, for Overwatch, uh, maybe I'm just not good at it. I don't know. But maybe the the, the next iteration of Overwatch is easier is gonna be it's gonna be a little bit more welcoming to for everybody so i i think that's what right i feel maybe that mm. to sort of yeah. make it they'll retain more people the story uh, is what's going to, to retain them and the story fighting against ai is going to get people to stay but it'll teach them the fundamentals yeah but when it goes straight mm. to multiplayer it's the same competition it's the mm. same because if you think about it overwatch is difficult to win Hots, it's yeah. difficult to win. It's just harder right. to see in, in yeah. a MOBA. It's more forgiving in a MOBA as opposed to a first-person shooter where the action's right in your face and then, you know, all that pressure is on you at all times. There's no rest there. So, yeah. yeah. That... And also, like, the whole, like, when you think about conditions for success, right? Mm. It's like MOBAs and first-person shooters. And I'm going to classify Overwatch as a MOBA, like a MOBA shooter, if anything. Um, in this re- in this regard, because sure. like, okay, if you're in a shooter and you're like sick nasty, you can probably carry your team to victory, right? If you're sick nasty and you play Overwatch, you're probably if you play against a team that's just as good as you, you're not gonna do, you're not gonna have the same levels of success. Like MOBAs rely more. There's a component, and I feel like when Overwatch started, they didn't stress it enough. Like this is component of like uh, teamwork, coordination. You know, like. I remember when we used to play, we just had fun with it. We fucking dumped bodies on the point. And then like, yo, we're chain mm-hmm. dying. And then we would stop, get back right, in right, there. Right, right, right. There were like these, it was, there were these skills. It was harder to see. Yeah, there were these exactly. skills that we, our muscles see. aren't trained for this, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I while you guys have been talking about, I've been thinking about why games make sequels, right? And it's kind of like what, what Gabe said. It's like, sometimes it's for graphical reasons. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's for like improvements to systems. And I guess... In a way, if Overwatch... Overwatch has had a pretty rough opening to now, I think. They've done a lot of learning, for sure. A lot of, like... If anything, they're, they are really good at engaging their community. And maybe this is a step to make Overwatch, like, a household name. And maybe there'll be other games that come out of the woodwork that are basically Overwatch. You don't think Overwatch right now is, is a household name? I think it is. But I think that the, the, the only reason it's a household name is because Blizzard is pumping an inordinate amount of money into it. Think regardless, about the Overwatch League. Like, regardless of that. Know? Regardless of that. Who, who cares what unfair advantage they may or may not have? I guess. It, I mean, I, I think Overwatch is probably... I think Overwatch is bigger than Destiny. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. terms no, of absolutely. player base. Absolutely. In terms of like more people know it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's, yeah. It's, they're different games too. And hold, yeah, 100%. No, it's the competitive scene. I think that's making yeah, it. I think yeah. Yeah. Especially in Asia, scene, yeah. okay? Especially in other countries. Yeah. But, I mean, um, honestly, John, your analysis of that for Overwatch, I felt that was a better app for Destiny because Destiny kind of had this whole like, oh, where do we stand? Are we like that type of game or are we not? So they kind of created Destiny 2 as a way to be like, no, this game should be the polished. Like we're doing everything we know from destiny one yeah right you know i only but yeah it's still 
going through the same hiccups. Though. Yeah. I only yeah. slightly disagree. Only slightly. Like, just because I feel like um, Destiny is part of this thing uh, that I don't always like to say, like, games as a service. Overwatch is kind of very much the same, but the, you have to buy more to kind of keep engaged into Destiny. Like, it's not like, wow, you don't have to pay $8 a month now, but you're kind of paying, you know, I think it was $4 a month when you get the season pass, right? It's like almost the same shit. Overwatch does a lot mm. of like seasonal events and like these things you don't want to pay for. Uh, but they're not I, wholesome. The essence of the games truly stays the same for Overwatch. That's why it gets old. Destiny can stay Destiny for as long as it wants and it could put its feet up until Destiny 3 because they have a story that they continuously add on to True. for however long and however short they may or may not be or well-received or not well-received. Some of it's great now. So, And no one else is releasing Destiny-type games on the regular. The only thing... Yeah. Well, Warframe. Who can... Yeah, Warframe, which is, but come on, technologically speaking, Destiny crushes Warframe in terms of the way it looks. They, it's, it's more of a, it's more, it's more of, it's related to Bungie. Like Warframe is like, you, you know what I mean? It's not as big as all I'm saying, dude. Come on, right, Destiny right, is yeah. crushing the game. And the only one that could maybe compare to it is probably Borderlands for two months, but that's more story. They don't have ongoing multiplayer, so that game dies out. There's right. nothing else. Division. And, yeah, Borderlands and Warframe are actually very much the same. There's no PvP element in either game. Yeah, so you know they can do what they can do, but Overwatch has to compete with these guys like Fortnite. Overwatch has to compete with Apex oh Legends, God, yeah. which is free. So hmm. when you think about it, Blizzard has to do something. They can't get anyone new to come into their game. It's too tough. Uh, fucking Fortnite releases every other month. What the hell is Blizzard gonna do? They have to pay their employees. Let's make a new fucking title and sell it for sixty bucks. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, right. Yeah. True. Recoup all the R and D and stuff like that. And plus, it'll mm. make fans happy. Interesting. You love these characters. That's why you know I was saying to John, I was like, oh, when I, I was telling him like, hey man, uh, I'm I'm pretty psyched that Overwatch Two is coming out, and I didn't say it because I was gonna play it. I said, yo man, everyone loves the voice actors in it. Yeah. It's like it's a yeah. vibe, you know. Yeah. There, it's it's it's. A, I'm not saying it's l the craziest thing I've ever seen, but it's larger than the other games in ways that they can't even compete with. And it's such a smaller game, you know. True. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. Mm. I can, you know, yeah. I can take yeah. it that you know we're not gonna buy Overwatch two. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch tough. it. I will watch I mean, it while it's... I play other video games. But you know what you will buy? A little bit. I mean, I'm not going to say it's guaranteed, but you will be very considerate about buying Diablo 4 without a fucking doubt. Yes. You're just going to go oh, yeah. get it. Oh, yeah. So, that you know, one... Blizzard has to talk but, about I mean... that. Talk about that in BlizzCon 2019. And let's get this we'll ball see. rolling. Because yes. you guys are fucking up with China. So yes. let's do this shit. You guys need us. You mm -hmm. need us. They owe us a favor yeah. now. See? Well, Isn't it up. crazy I mean, what we well, can do? Blizzard lost what so far? They lost Destiny technically because Destiny is no longer under their banner, right? Yep. You know? And then, yeah, I think they have, they have, well, they have Call of Duty, but that's technically Activision, not really Blizzard. You know what's so yeah, I, don't, I don't consider any of the off games really yeah. Blizzard's property. They have, some, they have them out. I mean, they, they were yeah, making yeah, yeah. money off Destiny. They mm -hmm. were. Like, but yeah, like, but Blizzard, yeah, does you, need to win. Just to kind of add to the salt of this like China wound, I don't know if you guys heard. I, I literally was like just reading about it like 
mm-hmm. when I got mm-hmm. home today. But apparently people in China or players in Hong Kong are trying to get Blizzard shut down in China by, by like choosing skins and characters that are very closely aligned with the Hong Kong fucking uh, protesters colors. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is like some crazy shit. Blizzard is in a quagmire right now. They need help. The power of the people is so strong. Yes, it Look is. at what social media has power done. Money. Yes. Look at what the well isn't May done. basically like the poster girl for like the Hong Kong. They're trying. Yeah, they're, they're trying, trying that. Her, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. so ain't working, bro. That's kind of sad. Yeah. It's not working for us, but it's working for the people it works for. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> fucked <Yeah>. up. <laughs> and it's like a really good and friendly like isn't that kind of weird overwatch is kind of like it always felt that vibe of like super multinational like i was waiting for them to release a filipino dude almost i'm pretty sure it would have eventually they probably they probably will release it maybe like an overwatch Overwatch too you know there's no room for for that to be like what would his what is his name be fucking i don't know (laughs) Sisig. <laughs> Sisig. And he has fire abilities. Uh, <laughs> well, to so, be a melee hero. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught this, but since you know we're talking about movies, um, did Tell you me. guys catch the? Um, it wasn't a lot in there, of course, but did you guys catch the Star Wars trailer? By the way, <sighs> thank yes. you so much, dude. I did. Thank oh you my so god. Much. So that was, uh, you know, again, I, you know, I want to know your thoughts because I saw it and I have a lot to say, but I want <clears> you know hear what you guys have to think, you know, about it so far. You know what it is? I think after the last movie, it has left a bad taste in my mouth. You know, I, that's all I, I got to say. Is it blue milk, too, Jeff? I think it's blue milk. Yeah, it's blue milk. <laughs> but um. Oh, I, I, it looks cool. I, I mean, it, it, I, you know, but I really, I think the last, the last movie, it really has me like holding back on it. I mean, I'll go see it for sure because it's the last one, right? Where and did you see the trailer on? YouTube. Yeah, you saw it on your laptop. On your computer. Oh, probably. Yeah, dude, yeah. watch it on a TV. Just you that. gotta watch it on a TV. Yeah. John and I, we saw it on YouTube on the grid. And we begrudgingly put that bitch on. Yeah. And we were shit talking it till the end of days. But when the trailer stopped, we were like, I, I guess we're going to have to watch this. This shit, yeah. that was pretty okay. That was a good trailer. Yeah. You know, I was scared, but yeah, it is. I will say this. Okay. Um, whoever did the music for that trailer. Mm. You're a fucking animal. That was crazy. I like I was raised. It, it really. Yeah. I don't know what it was. My like it raised all the hairs on my body. Like I I was almost kind of and this is weird, like kind of on the verge of tears almost. Cause it wasn't okay, come on. Like the 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 imagery that I was seeing didn't impress me. Minus the you know, when the Millennium Falcon like pulled in with the rest of the fleet, I was like, okay, that's fucking cool. But like mm. I'm a I'm a sci-fi nerd, I love that shit. Oh shit, it's but, falling, like, dude. What's falling? Your thing behind thing you. Behind you. It's the oh, it's, it's okay. leaning tower of Pisa now. It's okay. Never mind. <laughs> I will fix this in a moment. Later, but later, I just want to finish my thought. Um, yeah. Essentially, um, there was this this feeling. Maybe it's, it was a text on the screen, but it was like, "This is this adventure is never going to end." They're just closing this the Skywalker saga, and that kind of made me that made me a little sad. Right. As much as the Last Jedi was kind of poopy, I did grow up with the rest of it. With, you know, with mm. episodes four, five, and six, which were like my baseline. And then episodes one, two, and three, which me and Don were kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this, Don. And Don was like, I don't know how I feel about it either. 
but like we just kept I, going, right? Reevaluating one to three, I actually, I mean, I never hated or oh, two was pretty bad, but I really <laughs> like one. Yeah, know, that's great. Kid, I think I think one, you know, didn't have the same like you know story that you know four, five, and six naturally had. But I felt that one as a kid, I mean, the lightsabers again, just their imagining or expansion of what Star Wars was. I think for me, really made me fall in love with it. You know, I could say as much as I want about four, five, and six, but if I had to be honest, as a kid, nineteen ninety seven, when you see like you know like the Phantom Menace. That stuff changed, like, you know, that solidified my ground as a Star Wars fan, you know, and as that's mm. just because it came out when I was a kid, you know. Now, seeing this, I mean, you know, mm. Last Jedi left a bad taste in my mouth, also. I'm not gonna, you know, sugarcoat it. I think after enough discussions, I've told myself, I told other people, I really want to like it. And for a while, I was on the fence about whether it was, you know, groundbreaking or was it bad. And I kind of had to lean towards the bad part. But Agreed. watching this trailer, you know, and again, I'm still hesitant because of all the history, but the whole thing with this, like, oh, I'm going to say goodbye to my friends. especially Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I think that, was like, hold on. I think that left me <laughs> with more questions, you know, and it was just more of like, why is he saying goodbye? I was caught in the moment. Like, yeah. you, you know what it is? C-3PO and R2-D2 have been... They've been with us for nine episodes. Yes, Think about it. Yeah. Yes, you know, they had their dude. memories wiped, but they've been with with us. And the fact that he like did that, I, I didn't give a fuck about context. I was like, yeah. mm. like it was almost like he was looking at me and Gabe and saying it, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> you guys yeah. fucking smack. Yeah. We <laughs> no? saw we saw straight through that ploy. We were like, you motherfucker, you had to put someone there like there that everyone knows, not just the new one. You couldn't put the ball robot in there. You got to put the two robots that everyone fucking knows throughout all nine and then have them say something so cheesy. These characters don't even care about you. Get the fuck out of the damn ship, dude. We don't need you. Nah, man. It made me feel Still bad. So I wanted yeah. to go watch it. It yeah. was cute. It, it's with them. I mean, not that, you know, they're like a metaphor for us as the audience, but they have been mm. here wow, for nine. I think they are a metaphor. Are, yeah, I guess you could say that. You know, they right have Harry. been here as like, you know, they're technically not really participating in there, but they are in it. They're kind of like in it with us, of course. You know, the whole mind wiping thing, I think was a nice way of them, like, you know, retconning the whole, well, how did you not know what's going on in four, yes. five, and six? You Agreed. Know? You know, but. Wait, what? That's. Well, no, because in episodes one to three, they were in the movie, but then do it the whole time gap, you know, to four episodes, four, five, and six. It's like, well, how did you not know that was Anakin Skywalker? How you know, did you not know that, that, that these are his kids? Like, yeah, he would have known all that. He would have known oh. if his memory didn't get wiped. You know, and again, to kind of see mm. them again go say goodbye, I think was kind of a nice subtle way of like, oh shit, this is kind of the end. And I think they're trying to like recapture some of the people who are like, you know, of course, either like lost love for the series or have even lost their way. But again, kind of knowing that this is like the last Star Wars movie, at least of the Skywalker saga, it does make me feel like, oh, it's like it's bittersweet, even though the series has had. You know, a lot of ups and considerable downs. You know, it's it's something I grew up with. 
you know i can stay uh, easy i grew up with you know it's definitely not the last though for sure freaking disney is gonna melt the hell out of this ip um but yeah i think they just wanted to close off of the whole skywalker timeline i guess and then i'm, I'm curious about um what's her face what her role is carrie on this. fisher no, no, no. Um, Ray? The main girl. Ray. Ray. Yeah, like, who is she? Like, oh, my God, dude. Like, been yeah. revealed at all. Like, there are you know, so, so many... I think they're going to definitely... Theories. Yeah. There's Crazy so many, amount of theories. There's so many questions that need to be answered in such one film. So you're kind of already scared about it. You know, who cares how about the movie? Does it, I mean, the, the, the trailer. Does anyone know the story? Like, for me, the biggest bullshit was that the bad guy is the same bad guy from four movies ago like what are we fucking doing oh, here how are you oh, gonna yeah, explain yeah. you haven't even introduced him by the end of the second film officially have not introduced him and now all of a sudden you're gonna put this guy and we're we're right. to expect to care about the rivalry like the first three star wars movies uh, that were released in chronological order, it built up the whole, the first one and the second one, you know, Luke, I am your father. Like, oh shit, now we have to go away for the next movie. How am I going to give a fuck about this bad guy? This is going to suck. Hmm. How are they going to yeah, add him into the movie? There's a big job? disconnect between all of it. And I agree with you. It's yeah. like, again, you, with, sorry, Johnny, go ahead. Okay, thanks. Uh, I was just going to give a little background. Yeah, uh, I feel like the theories online are very true, mostly because, um, They've been slowly building towards this in really bullshit ways. Like, um, you know how, like, Obi-Wan is a force ghost, right? It used to mm -hmm. be that Sith couldn't do that. And they did something in one of the animated series that basically allowed... Oh, yeah, Sith Lords can become uh, force ghosts, but they're only tied to where they died. And it's like, what? Okay. And so it pushes okay. this, like, narrative... And it opens up a possibility of this being yeah, a viable. And that's that's the thing that like, I agree with you. I'm kind of annoyed because I'm just like, yo, this dude is dead. He fell down a reactor fucking vent. He's fucking dead. Like, stop right. trying to dustpan his fucking corpse back up. Does anyone care about the third character in the trio? You got the black guy who I actually am excited for about his Poe story. Dameron? Yo, yeah. Yeah, Poe, he, he, yeah but yeah. no, Poe's no. the white dude. No, no, that's yeah, yeah Poe yeah, Dameron. Yeah. Oh, yes. You're talking about yeah, Poe. Um, no, no, the no, black no, guy no, is cool. Ray is, is cool, Boyega. but Poe, I don't give a flying fuck about his story. Poe is sort of like the um, ace pilot, Han Solo. No, he's, he's not like a Han Solo type. No, I mean, you know, I, kind of is sorry, like, kind of like the role. He's trying to fit that like, role. Yeah. He tried to right, fit the right, role, right. and he became something else. And that's why I'm saying no, he's not. I think the character well, I mean, is really bad in Last Ow. Jedi. Well, I mean, I don't think I think I, I all think three the of them are bad. fucking fault. Yeah, yeah. Who fucking it's did not that. their fault. They just it's got fucking trashed. writers. You I know. mean, I liked them in the first movie. I really did. I liked every the first movie was really great. I loved every single one of those characters. Then you just fucking trashed everything that second movie. Yeah, so, we're gonna well, get, we're gonna end up getting back into why yeah, we didn't like this movie. We've definitely talked about it. I think that's it. the <laughs> tough part about it, though. It's just like there's a kind of confusion on who's like you know the real enemy and the story and like. Again, I guess maybe perhaps me, my biggest disappointment is just how they kind of, you know, characterized everybody in the, you know, The Last Jedi. It's like, okay, Luke could have made mistakes and I get it. But now it's like, now you're going to bring back something that was technically dead, you know, two movies ago. And how is that related to all this? Mm -hmm. And then you're going to bring back what? Like Obi-Wan and he's going to come out of nowhere and like kind of guy. It's like there's 
a lot of questions and a lot of loose ends that I'm curious to see how they're going to tie back together. But I don't know. It's, they don't uh, have to, dude. The money's gonna, in the pockets. They have your money gonna. already. <laughs> you have it locked in your debit account. $18 frozen just for freaking yeah. Disney baby. <laughs> it's a shame because like, you know, as a guy who used to like kind of read up on like the, um, what's now known as the legends universe, but it's like, there's a, a big amount of lore and like content that I feel they could have easily used for the movies, but because they felt yeah. like they're changing it up, you mm. know, I mean, John can, John can easily attest to how much like we there was so much like that lore of it. It was you know, dope. But, and they just decided to be like, you know what? Not real. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not canon. Like what? Dude, Luke yeah. Skywalker became a Sith Lord. Like fucking all this shit happened. Like an alien race came in and they were like forced this is an animated resistant. TV show? No, this is like the books, man. Like the oh, Yulong Long invasion and the fucking yeah, like. There's a lot more context yeah. to it that like basically Darth Sidious initially built the empire because he was actually preparing, you know, the um the galaxy from an a threat extra, that, yeah that even the Sith yeah. couldn't defeat and like yeah um that must like suck remnants of the empire because <laughs> think about it you kill the fucking emperor though doesn't mean the fucking empire is gone you oh, know like the bad guys are yeah gone pretty and much. like they, yeah. they tried to do that with the first order but like the first order was basically like fucking grand admiral thon's fleet but let's not get fucking crazy here but it's Right, right, right. They just threw out a lot of shit and they pulled some of it back in because, like, General Thorn shows up in, like, Rebels, which is, like, the teen show, I guess. Of General Thorn? Thorn. <laughs> yes. Oh, Thorn. He's like, Thorn. he was really badass looking because he was like, you know how. All right. I want to know how he got that name from. You remember, um, <laughs> you remember Krennic from Rogue One, the guy who wore, like, the white Imperial outfit? Yeah, yeah. Now imagine a fucking humanoid alien who's blue, but his mm-hmm. eyes are like bloody fucking red all the way through. He yeah. was like this enigm- enigmatic, like really badass character, and they just yeah. fucking didn't use him. And it's like again, I just fucking shame. You know, kind of just looping back quickly to like you know what we're talking about. I just feel like I was disappointed because you know not to believe that certain characters are can have faults. I believe Luke can have his faults. You know, whatever. I just feel like you know they were destined for so much more and they could have had so much more. Again, the idea that I think Last Jedi left me with is just like, you know, even even the legends and you know don't really live up to their expectations. And I get that, but it's just more of like I also think they just totally shit on the characters too. So that's well, it. Well here's here's my thing. Okay. Canon aside, right? Uh I'm sure, you know, for some diehard fans that will take away from from the movie. In itself, but if it was written really well in the Last Jedi, right? Of course, yeah. it was really, really yeah, well and done. It. Really, and if it wasn't canon, would it? Would you guys like enjoy it? Yeah, you know, even if it yeah. wasn't canon. That, okay. uh, so I'm but, just yeah. that. No, up. but we we've talked about this. It's the writing of the Last Jedi. Why that movie sucks? We are Yo, like, yeah. yeah, it's 100%. the fucking writing. That movie didn't need to exist. Poe Dameron is a fucking moron because he suddenly <laughs> decided to have a personality change. That's right, why right, it's right, so right. fucking dumb. Let's not even forget we got the Asian chick in there too, who they're still oh, pushing. Dude, they're still she, pushing the Asian chick. And here's and the crazy Asian that's people. fine too. If she was well written, that's exactly that's cool. dude. That's no, fine. here's the thing. I feel but really bad for her. Not. She got cyber bullied. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah heavily. Yeah. She ended yeah, up leaving all her accounts. Like people fucking made her believe that she wasn't worthy of being on a Star Wars movie. Like bad writing or not, when you're in a Star Wars movie, for a lot of people who are in those movies, that's a fucking dream come true. Like right. don't fucking smash it's not her. her fault. Yeah, but she for a while she felt that way. 
she she wrote an op-ed in like New York Times and I read it and I was like, holy oh, fuck. I had no idea it was this bad. Like mm-hmm. she didn't even want to see her own family. She felt like they they believed what the people were shitting on her believed and it wasn't the she case. She needs to get real, dude. Get real. Yeah, there's too many things in there. Even even Mark Hamill when when they were interviewing him and in when they were promoting Last Jedi, it's like, man, I I wouldn't have gone that direction in terms of like, you know, Luke Skywalker's character. He wouldn't do this. But hey, this is what they made me do. You know, I was like, he kind of just went with it. But I knew he was like, mm, he was like pissed. Or not, something this like is, that. I I mean, if I, if anything, Mark Hamill has been around since <laughs> day one, and so he would understand like the character. So yeah, imagine if they gave the Terminator. Uh, oh, a gay sex scene and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, what <laughs> the fuck? Can you have it after my skin is burned? Yo, I am super excited for Terminator. Isn't it released already? Dark Fate, yeah. Oh, oh man, did it do good? It? Yeah, Dark Fate came out. I uh, I heard it. Rotten Tomatoes, like my brother. Rotten Tomatoes. All right, hold on. Let's, uh, let's take a look. Guess. Good, bad. I would give it a solid I heard, six. I heard from people that it was, or you know, at least from the reviews, that it's been positive so far. A positive. And Rotten positive. Tomatoes, sixty-eight percent. Metacritic, yeah. fifty-four. Damn. But, Damn. but 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 eighty-five percent of people who like the movie. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is, I think this is one of those situations where the critics are like, you know, they have like a fist up their ass. And everyone else is like, I think it's a series a, that should just die already. Isn't that, what, um, <laughs> isn't that what happened to the Joker too? Like the critics gave it shit, but um, the fans gave it like, you know, uh, high praises. Hold on. Is that how it is? I think it's the other way around. Hold on. I think they wrote that shit on social media just to get people like, yeah. whoa. Terminator though, is a franchise that's been going on way too long. I agree. And hey, tell that, have... to, tell that to Fast and Furious, baby. Yeah, Tell that to know. Fast and Furious. No, but the difference with Terminator is that versus Fast and Furious, which has been going on, and the storyline relatively continues, ever since Terminator 2, they've come out with so many sequels. It's the same thing. Not, Robot goes to not. past. Robot tries to kill Savior. Robot either does it yeah. or doesn't. But the problem is none of them have a co- like a coherent you know, storyline after T2. It's like, okay, so they came up with T3 where it's like, oh, basically... You know, oh, you cannot stop Judgment Day, right? Oh yeah, they're like, there's like there's like three con- uh, divergent timelines. That's yeah. how they filmed then you it. Have Genesis, where it's like, Whoa. oh, John Connor gets corrupted and he becomes the Terminator. Like he becomes eight, you know, yeah, it's a T eight thousand. He becomes like you that's know, how the, they the saved it. AI, cool. You know? And then in Terminator Dark Faith, I don't want to spoil it for you guys. You saw it already? I already know what happens. No, I know what happens. I just you, oh. you know, no, I wasn't gonna watch it. No, Sorry. no. Yeah. All right. Don't anyway, fucking tell so, me. But basically, yeah, so there's another savior, you know, for mankind, you know, but it's also dark fate. Yeah. So it's the girl. It's the Latina. Yeah. So there's that. And we're not even counting, you know, Terminator Salvation, where you had, you know, the guy from Avatar in there, you know, and you had, um, what do you call, uh, um, so I wasn't mad at the Terminator with uh, Daenerys. Yeah. I wasn't mad at that one. I was like, why? That wasn't bad either. It was, was just yeah, okay. Like here, here's yeah. the it was here's what I think. Me. Here's what I think is the glaring flaw with the Terminator movies. Um, that world hasn't changed. Only the robots in it. It's like Salvation gave you the biggest glimpse to the quote unquote future and how they were going to try to stop Skynet. But it feels like at this point, they're never going to stop Skynet, like ever. It's just like, it's almost like humanity's pathetic final attempt at breaking the chain. 
and humanity doesn't realize Whoa. it, but they're the spoke on the on the fucking. Wheel. Oh, I forgot they created a TV series, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. With oh um, yeah, with Summer Glau, and I never fucking watched that. Yeah, and that was another like you know. But you bring up a valuable point, John. It's like it's kind of like an ongoing joke where it's like you mean to tell me they're sending a Terminator again, and it's there's always a new Terminator, but the premise is the same. Like the yeah the entire story is going to be the same. I think and the lesson is really... clear here, guys. Arnold Schwarzenegger sells <laughs> tickets no matter what. Even it could be shit. onto someone yeah. else's body. Um, yeah. No, that one's a tough one. That one's a that's tough what, one. That's what we... the last two movies are. No, yeah, okay, okay. Well, yeah. But just his <laughs> legacy, his legacy, his smell, his, you know. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> his legacy is part of it. Need a bathroom break. Keep going. <laughs> It's okay. Use the bathroom. Go. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I didn't get to write my message to him in time. I was right. like, use the cup. Uh, no, being, he could have I'm excused being, himself. What? I'm being awful. Yeah. I'm being that's awful. Cool. But, um, no, it's... Yeah, I just feel like that series... Like, again, the first movie, you know, illustrated a concept. And then the second movie kind of took that concept and, you know, built it to another level. Three, Genesis, Salvation. They just didn't all build them. high enough. Yeah, There's a good foundation for a good story. But. I think Dark Faith, you know, apparently brings back, you know, some of the people that are really pivotal. Again, James Linda Cameron Hamilton. is a writer, you know, and producer and Linda Hamilton are there. But, you know, I guess my hesitant, you know, I like feelings is just like, will that be enough for me to be like, oh, this is a worthy successor to, you know, the movies, you know, but let me watch it and I'll get back to you guys on it you know what i would really want in my heart of hearts for terminator i would want them to have one really good movie end it with a bang and um have it as pretty much arnold schwarzenegger's goodbye to the film kind of like a uh yeah you know just it's kind of like a tribute film yeah give arnold one jeff i was saying uh what term what i think terminator should do they should they should um have one more film with like a tribute for arnold just his, his, his this last one. No, but it has to be really good. It has to be really mm-hmm. fucking good. Right. And it has to be the final one. And they should continue with uh, HBO level quality um, TV show starring a male lead of um, John Connor. John Connor, kind of like a Sons of Anarchy-esque grit to it, mm. you know, and have him survive for two seasons. And that's good enough. We don't need mm. three seasons, just two. Two good ones of surviving the fight against robots. And he ends up dying at the end. Who? John uh, Connor. Oh, I was going to say. He dies. Um, you know what would be a good tribute for Arnold? It would be a movie about the human version of Arnold before, like, they, where they copied the robot from. Does you know not exist. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Does not exist. They do have that in no, the no, Terminator no, I, 3 I'm making, No, I'm making a joke here. It doesn't exist. Okay, Arnold do is Skynet's vision of the perfect human being. He doesn't exist in that world. Yeah, but no, but I'm saying maybe they 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 base it they, off a person. Yeah, person, no. which is the Arnold no, no, person. They, Arnold Schwarzenegger has to fight himself. No, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the compilation <laughs> of all human beings in every fucking perfect feature, right there. That's but what they he did is. have it in, like as a deleted scene in Terminator Three. Yes, by the way, really? Yeah. Wait, why? So in Terminator Three, they actually were like kind of trying to base like you know oh like uh, their T-800 series off a prototype. So they had like a staff sergeant 
but his voice oh was too high. God. So then they actually oh. used the voice of one of like the, you know, like uh, the government agents inside, just like, you know, we'll fix it in oh, Arnold's voice. Wow. I, I, think, I think I did see that. But yeah, I think I that did. That seems cool yeah. as fuck. Yeah. And it, it was such a very campy scene. You're just like, oh shit. Yeah, like I'm glad they kind of deleted it. But it is, what, you know. Was that the one where they revealed, um, they, you know, CGI'd young Arnold in there? Is that it? Um, or was that I was that Salvation? So. No, or that's that the one with um, that's the one with fucking with, um, Batman. Yeah, I think it's Rise of the Machines, though. Yeah, so mm. and he comes out yeah. super buff and fucking butt naked. Yeah, that's the second. Right, yeah, right, that's right. in like Salvation. Young yeah. Arnold. yeah, you know, that's where like uh, they CGI'd like you know a young Arnold, Gemini in, in, Man yeah. Arnold, dude. Oh, yeah, God. Right, right, right. pretty much. Hundred twenty frames, Arnold. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh man, I think it's but time. Yeah, I think it's time okay. to wrap. Um, yeah, uh, we are gonna be in a big question mark for the next week. Um, we don't really know how we're gonna continue. Hopefully, good things. If not, until next time. And any last things that you'd like to say on on air before you take your hiatus? Yeah, I just want to say um, message to the peoples. Wow, I, I didn't really think about this. This is going to be on the spot. I just want to say thank you guys for watching, uh, for being part of this, um, I guess, journey of Asians. Yeah, they used to be Rivals Radio Podcast back in the day. For those who were watching and, um, you know, back in our streaming days. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where, um, where i'll end up in terms of you know i'm still gonna be definitely active in terms of posting things like that but uh, i will be away and um you know and um i have a a lot of faith in this group uh to keep on going and to keep on doing what they love so uh yeah yeah man we wish Hopefully you um keep in touch with you guys good luck safe travels number one and i'm we're sure you're gonna be successful out there and yeah. we'll see you back you know, we're definitely going to hear from you. Uh, we'll see you back in three fucking months. Make an appearance. Christmas? Yeah, man. Christmas time probably. Thanksgiving? Maybe. I'll, I'll try. Yeah, I'll maybe try. we can do something. Well, you have to be here for President's Week. Yes. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming <laughs> by from all of us to you. We will see you next time. Peace out, buddy. Got my Nikes on, no sleeves, half fitted, tilted to the side, cause I ain't snapping back with it. Just chilling on a Sunday afternoon, word, sky's the limit, then I must be overdue.